Hi everyone, welcome to the AI of Mankind show, where I share anything interesting about mankind. I'm your host for this season. My name is Andrew Liu. I've worked across four continents and 12 international cities. Also, I've worked in tech startups across a range of roles from selling products, making customer happy, figuring out fundraising, making finance tick, building teams, and developing sticky products. Apart from building startups, I've also worked in Fortune 500 companies as a chief data scientist or technologist or people leader. You can call me jack of all trades or master of learning. I hope to make this podcast show a great learning experience for us. In each season, there is a series of interesting things where I invite guests to share their views about their life and interests. Now let the show begin. Welcome back to our captivating podcast series with Alessandro Marini. In part three, we explored the world of coaching and personal growth, discovering the power of vulnerability, acceptance, and setting clear starting and ending points in the coaching process. Alessandro's insights left us inspired to embrace our inner monsters and seek personal liberation. Now, as we transition into part four, get ready for another transformative episode where Alessandro will dive even deeper into the journey of personal growth and coaching. She will share her unique perspective on unlocking potential and overcoming challenges in the digital age. In this episode, we'll explore Alessandro's strategies for embracing change, boosting productivity, and creating a healthy work environment. She'll provide valuable advice for fresh graduates and mid-career professionals navigating the complexities of digital transformation. We'll learn about the importance of digital literacy, openness to global opportunities, and cultivating meaningful relationships in the professional sphere. So join us as we continue our exploration of personal growth and coaching with Alessandro Marini. Part 4 promises to be an enlightening conversation that will empower you to embrace change, unlock your potential, and navigate the ever-evolving landscape of the digital age. How do you see that difference from the starting point and the ending point of the coach? You know? So your question is, uh, how do, what is the difference between uh, my view of a starting ending point and what is the other thing? You- the sports or games where you, people have like full-time dedicated mm-hmm. coach, like whether it's a psychological coach or a striker for the soccer. Or, you know. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it really depends on also on the goals that you work on. But I personally think that a coach is there to help you stay within yourself. Okay, so it's something that for a specific goal, it's, it needs to start and it needs to end. And then, of course, I can have some repeat client, but on something else, on a different level or a, on a different topic. And I also totally understand that, for example, for athletes or for other, for other I don't know, professionals, it can make sense to have someone like for a lifelong period of time. Okay, because it really depends on how many struggles they are facing or a new competition, a new something, et cetera, et cetera. But in my opinion, as long as you do not focus always on the same thing, but you reach or you want to achieve something else, something new, something higher, that is beautiful. The point is just do not get in the loop of just sticking to one simple thing and making coaching last for too long. Because in my opinion, it doesn't help the client. This is very unique view in that like having a starting and ending point allows like almost like an intense coaching way of getting the client or the the respondent to actually focus on that mm-hmm. 
path to either create a positive reinforcement loop or to bring away a negative. If I can share something, just just to explain maybe a little bit more, is that most of the time, I am the one suggesting that we end the coaching process within my clients. But sometimes they just feel more comfortable in keeping having the conversation. But I think it's very important as well to say, okay, what else do you need from me as a coach? You have already reached this. You have already, and it can be something external. I don't know. You have a new job. You have this goal that we agreed on, or maybe also something more deeply and personal, like an emotional well-being or the ability to express yourself, etc. So it's very important to let the clients go because otherwise, sometimes they start to see the coaching or the coach as oh, I don't know the English expression, but like old people, they work with this. Yes, exactly. And this is not the point. In my opinion, it's much more powerful and empowering to help our clients remember that they have the wisdom, they have the power, and they don't need us. We can be some option at some point. Yeah, it's something nice to have, but it's not a must-have. And it's very interesting that you say that it's almost like your way, your view of coaching is, it's almost like guiding a kid to ride a bicycle. But when the kid knows how to ride that small bicycle, he doesn't need the coach anymore. Maybe he wants to ride a bigger bicycle. Then that's a different story, right? Exactly. Perfect metaphor. The other interesting question I also want to ask is that a lot of times, a lot of us, we, before we even get a coach or even get a coach, the greatest uh, tough thing that people feel is they have to fight their inner monster. They have to face that inner monster, the inner ugliness. How, what is your advice to people crossing that inertia to either seek coaching or to really think, oh, maybe I should get myself ready for coaching. How do they get ready to face their own monster? Well, yeah, this is a tough question. <laughs> it's such a, a true, a beautiful question because, uh, yes, it's it's like uh, a little bit what we were saying earlier about uh, being vulnerable. And I think that sometimes when uh, we want to achieve something and uh, we keep start and then stop, start and then stop, or sometimes if we self-sabotage ourselves towards our goal, or sometimes also if we put ourselves in a victim mindset, these are good indicators that maybe we need to do some coaching work because it helps realize that what is our scope of where we have dominion on and also coaching helps in septum. Because I hear a lot about self-growth or personal growth, etc. And it implies that we always could be better. And it's a never-ending job. And this is exhausting. So I would just would like to remind people that even though, of course, that there are still some stuff that we could, we could improve in ourselves, we are perfect as we are and we are what we are meant to be. So acceptance is key, okay? And uh, not fight against monsters our inner monsters, but to just allow them to be there. What I notice a lot is that we, when we resist these monsters, we hide them. We, yes, we try to, yes, to avoid, see what is happening within ourselves. The ugliest it gets and it keeps reproducing itself in the different patterns. I don't know, some, some clients that I see continue projecting the same issue on different, on different, and I was talking yesterday with some expatriate people here in Singapore and they told me that they were in their home country and they had a situation 
and they were expecting the situation to go away or certain type of relationships to go away because they moved to Singapore. But the same exact thing were happening here. Because we, when we do not fight our inner monsters or our inner triggers, I would say, the same thing is going to come up. And I think it is also a beautiful opportunity to work on these triggers because it set us free. Like, it, it, it just reminds me of all this, like, science fiction or this those kung fu movie, right? And sensei always, the truth will set you free. Seek the truth. So, yes, you're right. It, it takes a lot of self-awareness to face that and to be vulnerable and to seek help. So let me ask you like interesting question for the fresh graduate of the mid-career folks out there. What is your, because you're so into coaching, what is your best book that you read about digital transformation or even about coaching and why? A quick part, a quick answer about digital transformation and then I'll, I'll move to, to coaching. I think that it is, in, nowadays it's uh, crucial, it's essential or vital to to be more familiar with digital tool because yes, our world is not just uh, our city or our country. Our home is the world. So we really need to open up to uh, different opportunities to work online from anywhere in the world or to uh, work with uh, some other people across the globe. So I really think that the more familiar you are with the digital tool, the more opportunities you, uh, you will have. So this is the first part. And then it New graduates want to start coaching. I think this is beautiful. Very, I, in my opinion, coaching is the beautiful, the most beautiful job in the world. But of course, it's my biased opinion. And I see a lot of coaches or people that get certification from coaching and then they don't want to practice coaching. And that's okay because in my opinion, it's just a way to get to know you and it will help you to be a more aligned manager or entrepreneur or social worker, whatever. But it's it's doing the work like coaching or even another form of therapeutic work is beautiful and it's going to be helpful. So the regardless if you want to be a coach or not, doing the inner work is going to help you in every area of your life. And then of course, if you want to do coaching and then become a coach, I would say that uh, it's a beautiful job because it forces you and it invites you to uh, stretch yourself. But every client you will have, maybe sometimes will trigger some things in you that maybe are still unhealed or that points out some area of your life where you need to do the work once again. And really, the more I do this job, the more I feel challenged, of course, because I face a bigger challenges, but also it's a very rewarding because you see also how it contributes to a bigger vision of of life and how we can contribute to make the world better. This is my real vision of of coaching. Wow, that's like uh, so noble. Sounds like this kind of like pastoral job or religious job, right? Even kung fu master guide and disciple people to be a better way of life. And in the meantime, they receive all these uh, use cases, sorrow stories. And they need to help them and help themselves. Absolutely. What else? We have almost come to the end of the podcast. It has been really lovely. I would love to continue. But I think, let me ask, what is your request from those listening to this podcast? Thanks for listening because it's, uh, I think it's uh, very nice to talk about this topic. And really, if 
you think that, or if you would like to know how coaching can benefit you or your company, I would love to uh, connect and to talk about it because I can go on for hours. So if you have any inquiries or you're just, just curiosity, just let me know. I will be more than glad to answer to that. All right. Great. Alexandra, like for the folks out there who's listening to this, uh, you can find her on the podcast page, which I'll share the, her LinkedIn address and you can connect her and her LinkedIn website. It's Alexandra again. Thanks for coming to the show. We have come to the end. So can I just say thank you. And thank you, Andrew, very much for having me. No worries. Let's keep in touch. And uh, once I get it editorial done, uh, again, I'll let you know. And then maybe we can even have another uh, casual chat out of out of this. I would love that. And take care. Thank you very much, Andrew. Bye-bye. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning into this episode. We have come to the end of part four with Alessandra Marini, and this is the end of the podcast series with Alessandra Marini. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If this is the first time you are tuning in, remember to subscribe to this show. If you have subscribed to this show and love this episode, please share it with your friends, family, and acquaintances. See you later, and see you soon.